0: When the wood comes in. On to episode 10, King for a Day. It's an absolutely fantastic episode, a very different kind of episode because Jack is um, in the world of the rich, isn't he? Very much so because Manners, so Horatio Manners, asks Jack to get the price down on this mansion, on this piece of land. And he does this very successfully, because to begin with they want 70,000 and he gets it down to 35,000. got a job for you. Well, we've been through all that. Short-term contract? A week, say? Paying 20 pounds? You what? 20 quid for a week's work? Another 20 if you get what I want. What do you want, sir You're The crown jewels? There's a house I'm interested in. Land too. About 3,000 acres. Belongs to a chap called Lord Calderbeck. His nephew runs the place. They don't know why I want it. If they did, they'd push up the price. I want you to find out how low they'll go. But he's very clever, Jack Ford, in this, because he finds out the exact price from Billy. He bumps into him, and he he talks to one of the bailiffs that used to work for Lord Calderbeck, who got the sack. And, yeah, he finds out the exact price, and he does a better deal for himself. Originally, manners was going to give him less than the, the hundred and fifty what he got, and it's really good from Jack the wheeling and the dealing. Fifty thousands, as far as I'll go. Hold on a minute; they'll come down. How much? First off, Calderbeck wants to go and live in the south of France. Give him enough to buy an annuity, and he's happy. But for one thing, Freddy, his heir, he doesn't like Freddy, but he feels he's going to provide for him. Go on. Well, now he's provided for. He's going to marry Mrs. Cromer. This is no time for jokes, Ford. <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, I'll be damned. How much? Hold on a minute. 20 quid, you said, and another 20 if I brought it off. That's right. It's not enough. Then? 1% of everything under 50,000. You must have got a good price. I have. I talked to the bailiff and a few others. I know exactly what this place is worth. How much? 35,000. And you're asking 150 pounds? I've just saved you 15,000. Could get it without you. Oh no, you couldn't. Freddy's handling the deal. I've just had a talk with him. For some reason or another he thinks he's grateful to me, poor bastard. Thirty five thousand is his price to me. And I like the bits with um, Bella. Um at the Seaton shop, of course, um Dolly goes to the shop because when Sir Horatio first goes to see Jack, he basically wants to get Dolly out the way, because, you know, he, he is kind of frightened that Dolly says it, that she might show him up. I think he is, to be honest. So he suggests um, to get some coffee for him and Sir Horatio's, so they can talk business, basically. And Mrs. Seaton takes pity on her, because obviously Bill sees her, and after what's happened, um, he doesn't want anything to do with her. And coffee... I suppose coffee was very... Lardy da back then it's not now is it but back then I suppose everybody used to drink tea and they wouldn't drink coffee (laughs) it's funny when he's like freshly ground yeah (laughs) but yeah Bellatech takes pity on Dolly and because she turns a bad way doesn't she because she's pregnant and she has to sit down etc she gets the coffee but she goes back and she realises because um, Jack and Sir Horatio are no longer talking Sir Horatio has left um, that, yeah, it was all to get rid of her. But this does come back later on in the episode, which is quite interesting, really. Um, this is the part where, sadly, Dolly has the miscarriage, and I think that was the end of Jack and Dolly. Once that happened, it was never going to be the same. And to top it all off, it was, of course, um, Jessie's coffee. Bella gave her the coffee at the Seaton family shop, just gave it her, It was Jessie's coffee and she says it will choke us if we drink this and she blames the coffee for the miscarriage, you know, a bit extreme. But um, when the doctor says she's heavily sedated, Jack's like she knows what she's saying. Miscarriages are seldom fatal, Mr. Ford. So I believe, but they can have other effects. Indeed they do. I'm very sorry. I'm afraid your wife will never have children. darling. she's in a private ward. sir Horatio Manners telephoned from Calderbeck house about it. it's all been taken care of Mr. Ford. Jack. hello bony lass. what's all this then? Coffee from Mrs. Seaton. take it back. i should never have taken it. please Jack. she's heavily sedated. i shouldn't let it bother you. Yeah, maybe she is. But she knew what she was talking about. It is, of course, New Year's Eve. A lot happens in this episode. Jack Ford is looking after Sandy Lewis from Glasgow. He does a fantastic speech at the union's meeting. And I think Jack learned a lot. From Sandy. He really did. I mean, later on it comes out that Jack obviously knows what to say, but he doesn't necessarily believe it, whereas Matt Headley would say what he believed <laughs> you know, and everybody would believe it. Jack could say anything and they would believe it. That that was the difference, wasn't it? But it's a great episode and of course they all meet in the pub early on, don't they? They're all there because Billy's working behind the bar. Jack goes into the pub with Sandy and Tom's there as well. And it's quite funny. Uh, with Bill, the way Bella's trying to get him to go around Jesse's, it's New Year's Eve. First footings, as they called it back then, where everybody has to do a party trick. I love that, to be honest. I mean, they should bring it back. <laughs> No, I, I really like that. I mean, everybody's singing around the piano. Of course, it wouldn't happen these days. But you know what I mean. Really nice. And even Arthur gets involved in this. That's quite a funny scene, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, I was what? going to make a toast, but I made a New Year resolution not to make toast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> wise. <Good idea. laughs> How about you, Tom? You making any resolutions? What for, like? Hmm? Oh, I see what you mean. I, let's think... Uh, Ah, oh, in the new year I'll resolve uh, to keep my fingernails clean. You mean it, I hope? Definitely. I'll put all the mug in my leek trench. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, my dad was just telling us he's made a new year resolution. And oh, oh. Oh, oh, wow. eh? He reckons he's gonna smile at all his customers, but he's got a bit out of the habit, so he's gonna give us a practice <laughs> run tonight. Okay, what you believe? Oh <laughs> we do. Oh. Just a little in it. Oh, don't lush it, (laughs) Dad. He's cracking. No, he's not. Oh, yes, he is, he's (laughs) cracking. Hey, careful now, Dad. It might hurt the first time. (laughs) Easy, does it? (laughs) Just a little bit more, Dad. Oh, I felt that! (laughs) And again. Now just look at that. Oh, we're giving you a beat. End of round one. Congratulations, Dad. You're up on points. The end of the episode. I mean, this is like, oh, Bill says, Happy New Year, doesn't he? Because basically a rival shop, a uh, sweet shop, has said that they were open past a certain time. But luckily, the guy from Glasgow is there because then he throws a brick through their window because, you know, they got a summons from this because they were open like half an hour later or whatever. So I thought it was a very good end to the episode. Where's Hunter Street? Top of the bank. Regular sweet shop, way he wouldn't bother. Have you been making Cinder Tuffy? Oh, hello Lord. Happy New Year. Some say. Sing to the mommy, dance to the daddy, to the mommy, sing. (laughs) Thou shalt have the fishy on a little dishy, thou shalt have the fishy when the boat comes in. Though should have the fishy, and a little fishy, those should have a haddock. When the boat comes in, those should have the fishy, and a little fishy, those should have the blood. When the bird comes in, those should have the fishy, and a little fishy, those should have the mackerel. When the bird comes in, those should have the fishy, and a little fishy, those should have the salmon. When the boat comes in.